This is a Fubar Radio podcast. If you need any more information, head to fubarradio.com. Access all areas on Fubar Radio. Hello and welcome to a very hot and steamy Fubar Radio. It's me, Lizzie Candy. And me, Stephen Lang. Welcome to Access All Areas. Wow, this is a hot one, guys. It sure is. I'm not it? complaining. Don't complain because it will rain like it did the other day. Well, we've got another couple of weeks of it, haven't we, apparently? I'm what so joy. pleased. I'm so pleased. It's excited. so hot you've just ordered an ice cream. I have. I, I, not, I don't want a wine. I don't want a fucking tonic. I want an ice cream. <laughs> But I might be having some gin later. Well, <gasps> yes, because we've got... This is exciting, to be fair, and something we've never actually done on the show, I don't believe. Have we? No, I don't think we have. No. So we have Seb from Manchester Gin coming in, uh, who's going to be doing a little live on-air tasting. Wow. Um, <laughs> so glad I'm not driving. <laughs> so I think we're, uh, we're in for a, a good little time well, with him, thirsty, aren't we? and I've just sent them off to get ice creams, because I'm... I'm like so hot, mate. I've got a convertible roof. So I've took the roof down, tunes are up, and I actually thought, oh my God, I'm getting sunstroke. But <laughs> the sun was beating down on my head in the traffic. Well, now you can cool off with your ice cream and your gin. So how fabulous is that going to be? And I've cut all my hair since I last saw you. Yeah, so you've had a bit of a makeover. It's very short. A make-under. A make-under. Well, they gave you a make-under on the show. I wouldn't necessarily say you were made under I'm sorry, now. I am quite... It's quite um, stripped back from what I used to be like. You've no, got no bright pink lips. <laughs> well, I've got lipstick on, yeah. <laughs> but um, it's more natural. Yes, yeah, so I would say I would agree with you, and I think your hair looks very nice. So you did a bit of a make-under on Lorraine, right? A bit of a make-under. They took out my hair extensions, <laughs> cut off a whole boob's worth of hair. It's a whole length of my boob. <laughs> It was a good four or five inches. So, and that's enough for anyone. Let me tell you, <laughs> well, I was quite shocked. And they blackened the mirrors. I couldn't see what they were doing. So, so it was you, a you, legitimate you, shock. You I said on the show, "Oh my god, I'm going to cry." I wondered if you meant cry <laughs> because you were sad. No, but I have to say, I think a lot of girls listening to the show understand. You get attached to your hair. And, I, you know, I'm used to... I've always had long, long hair, always, since a little girl. So to have it all whipped off... It well, it's not of, all... I mean, I would still describe it as mid-length, you know, it's, it's not... It's shoulder, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I've got but quite I, Pam Ewing today. I was quite happy with but that. But you've got... Yeah, In a heyday, there, is a, there is a... Yeah, not... <laughs> But I mean, you've gone blonde. I've gone lighter. So you and you've. I mean, it's a I complete blonde. Blonde. Mm. Lighter. Okay, lighter. Fine. Street. Yeah, not blonde. Not like bleach blonde. But Street. you. So you've had this whole experience has obviously been quite a little makeover for you. Well, it is because obviously Shirley Valentine, our Shirley Valentine summer, which is on tonight, ITV nine pm, which you're all going to be watching. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was actually really did help me in lots of ways. It's very rewarding for me. Mm-hmm. I took it really seriously, and it tonight is actually quite emotional for me. I liked in in the second episode you and the ladies take over a taverna. We took over the rich. Well, I had to be boss. It was very hard. I thought, oh my god, I've got boss Nancy Dario. But she actually did all right, Kate. She came good. Good editing, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she did come up with trumps. 
and it was it was tough because people were turning up for tables of four with with table you know like 12 of them like I brought my grandmother and my great great grandmother and my gra- I'm like granny were they all Greeks that all turned Greek. up right okay and it was their taverna that they go to every Friday night and he said it's, it's what happens they turn up and they bring all their family they say table of four 11 turn up <laughs> I was like well cheers for that it's not like how it would be in London no, you get turned away but at the ivy darling <laughs> but um I know it was it was really tough I don't know whether it portrayed it enough whether you you know I think watched it, it, it they it made it look like tough. it was very smooth to be fair, I thought it was. It was, but I enjoyed it very much. Well, and it's and it's proven to be a cracking show. You're even on the front cover of the oh, Telegraph darlings, today. On the front cover, my my, I couldn't believe it because my agent texted said you're on the front cover of the Daily Telegraph. I said you mean the Star? <laughs> they went no, the Daily Telegraph. My mum was so chuffed; oh. she couldn't believe it. What were they but, saying? Uh, no, it's just about summer flings. Do they work? I see. And you know, it's about finding love. And and my, the show tonight is very emotional for me because I go back and find my first ever love. <laughs> And we find him in this Greek little village, and he's the mayor of the village. I don't know how much they're going to show because I haven't seen the show, mm-hmm. but it is a it's an emotional journey. And I I also see my new love, Yanis. The very gorgeous Yanis. I'm very jealous. He's right up my street, to be honest. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's not up your street, darling. <laughs> I'm just let you know. No, but, you mean I'm not uh, up his street. Yes, yeah, hands off. <laughs> No, he's, he's he's actually very well, it would, sweet. It would be quite rare, I think, that you and I would fancy the same person, but with him. Yeah, he's got a very um, sexy wolf eyes and got a nice personality. He's very sweet and funny. Luckily for me, he speaks great English. Is he coming over? He's coming over, yeah. Okay. I'll get him on the show. Do. I said you're famous. I'd like to meet him. But he was so sweet. I got off the plane, he texted me and he said, how is it? I said, oh, you want to know the show's looking? He said, no, I just want to know about you. I don't care about the cameras. I was like, oh. Oh. Sweet. Be careful he doesn't take you for all your money. True. <laughs> Mother's already said that. You've got to be careful of these, these people. You know what I mean? But he's, no, he's a sweet guy. He owns his own piece. He's got oh. his own hotel, well, bar, then. club. Well. Go and see him when you go there. I will. I'm actually planning on taking a little holiday to Greece next year. You should go year. to Naxos. It's fantastic. No, but the show's really good tonight. I advise everyone. I haven't seen myself, but it's very... Um, Emotional, dramatic, all the ones you want tonight. Well, I'm one. looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, there's been a, there's been another bit of news today which I actually wanted to talk to you about. Okay, have you seen that Jennifer Aniston Aniston has done a big tell-all interview? Yes, she has. Have you seen what she said about having children? So obviously, people know Jennifer Aniston from Friends, mm. and she has said in this interview, you know, for years and years she was with Brad Pitt. And then she was with uh, Justin Theroux. Yeah. And everyone's always like, when's she going to have a baby? When's she going to mm. have a baby? And she just hasn't, right? She just has never yeah, done that. Pressure. And in that interview, she said um, that she feels that maybe she's put on this earth to do something else. She fi- she doesn't feel like she should be like thrown on the scrap heap because she's not a mother. What yeah. do you think of that? Yeah, and I feel for her because there are reasons why people don't have kids. I mean, my one of my besties, Anthea Turner, hasn't had children. Though she has, you know, taken got on... Right? Yeah, got stepdaughters, taken on grants as her own, and they adore her. But she hasn't, and there are reasons why. And I think people presume, oh, you're selfish, you're busy in your own life, you know, you can't be bothered to have kids. And it isn't the case. And usually there are certain reasons and circumstances why women haven't had children. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew from an early age I really wanted kids. I mean, I, I just was desperate to be a mum from the age of like 20 I, I just wanted to have and I had my boys very very early 
and now I'm living my youth now. <laughs> but, um, you know, and it's tough, and I think there are reasons. And Kelly Brook was on Loose Women today and saying mm-hmm. her reasons, who's, you know, she's miscarried twice. And it just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And it, it's know, not, yeah, it's not destined for everyone. It's right? not destined for everyone. And the, the moment, the, the timing, the right person, sometimes it just doesn't work out. And it might be just that you don't gel. It doesn't happen with that person. It could with someone else. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Sandy Francia, you th- yeah. she's like Jennifer. That's, you know, th- it's, it's unlikely it will happen. Yeah. What do you make about with Jennifer, though? Because obviously there's been. Over the years, I feel like she's a bit like Kylie, right? Mm. There's a lot of, like, people just speculate, speculate, speculate. Then for Kylie, obviously, she's 50 now. It doesn't mean she couldn't have one. Look at Bridget Nielsen. She just had a kid at 54. Well, I know. but that <laughs> Pretty is, unlikely. But it is pretty unlikely. And but what do you think about Jen coming out and saying it? I think it's very brave of Jen. I think it's really brave. And there has been a lot of speculation about her. And she's been, I mean, every... Um, romance has been portrayed in the press as a disaster, you know, from Brad leaving her friend, you know, one of the most beautiful women in the world. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel for her. Yeah. And she's had a lot of people judge her. And I think it's really sad to be judged for not being a mum when maybe in your heart you really, really wanted to be a mum. It just didn't happen. And it just didn't happen. Yeah. Okay. And I actually feel for her. I think she's really brave. And I think it's a very brave interview. Good. And, and she's one of my favourites. I've met really? her, interviewed her, and she was absolutely of course you have. adorable. Have you met Lisa Kudrow? I've met them all, darling. Have you? Yeah. Okay, fine. I've met them all, but she was she was absolutely charming. I tend to find the bigger the star, the more charming they are. Exactly. Tom and Cruise, actually, the more so adorable. Yeah, yeah. And and I remember doing a red carpet with Helen Bonham Carter. She was hilarious. Nothing was off the. Like yeah. and then you get someone from you know Towie Towie you can't ask all these questions to yeah. and you're like you're who's made these decisions like it's always the ones that are high end it's always the ones that are trying to come up well, because, your hard work. yeah that's true because I guess once you made it past a certain point you really don't care what the tabloids write about oh, you well, no. within reason right I mean look at Sharon Stone she was so sweet to me now I said I like a necklace she gave me a necklace I mean. <laughs> I that happened to. It. Do you remember, did you hear about um, Ollie Willoughby saying about Tara Palmer Tompkinson? No. She um, she said she only met her a couple of times, but they were once they met in a in a bar, like they were with there with mutual friends. And Holly went to, oh my god, I love your necklace, and she went, oh this bit of turn, and it was like a Chanel necklace, and just gave it to her. <laughs> what is it with these celebrities giving away their expensive jewellery? Yeah, but they're not all like that, darling. Well, no, they really aren't, and. Um, can't see some of them on Terry doing that. No, definitely not. Gemma Collins, for instance. I don't mind Gemma. She likes the show. She's been very kind about my show, Shirley Valentine. Oh, well, good for her. Yeah, she's good. enjoying it. Because it's it's women feel good show. It is a but, very good show. But the show. boys are watching it too, and I'm glad you've watched it. I've watched Does it. Does your mum like it? My mum loves it. She said um, that she really, she actually messaged me to say she really enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. good. Good, good, so, good. I'm yeah. really pleased. Well, tonight's a real corker. Get the tissues out. That's all I can say. All right, babes, will do. Shall we play a little song? Oh, please. Can What have we got today? Is it one of yours? It's one of mine, but Go I think on. you're going to like it. And then we'll get Seb in. And then we also forgot to say, we've got Laura Crane from Love Island coming <gasps> up afterwards. I've Gorgeous. I've got so many questions to ask. Yeah, Love Island's all over, but uh, still it's got not, plenty of questions. Hey, look, I'm dressed for Love Island. <laughs> you are, to be fair. In my little shorts, <laughs> denim <laughs> shorts, Daisy Dukes. They are some Daisy Dukes, babes. <laughs> Let's have a little bit of Janet Jackson. Oh, well, I, I would introduce uh, Lizzie, but she's got a lolly in her mouth. <laughs> Very nice lolly, it's true. 
<laughs> sorry, it's so hot in here. But it's a very nice twister, but there's something even nicer in the studio. There is. There is. The very oh. gorgeous Seb. Oh, thank you very much. Very <laughs> <kind>. <laughs> From Manchester Gin. Yes. And we've and we've got some little tasters right in front of us right now. Yes, so in front of you, you've got our raspberry-infused uh, Manchester Gin with a Mediterranean tonic. So I thought the sun's shining. Wow. What a better way to enjoy it than a quick radio show and some gin. Oh, yeah, I'm fantastic. very much into Can it. Can I say, I'm very partial to a nice gin and tonic. You are? I am. I do. It's so refreshing if you're like in the heat today... After a hard day's work, a nice gin. But yours are very, um, they're different. They've got a little something special, haven't they? Uh, well, we've got three, what I would say, in the core range. So, I mean, our signature one uh, started life uh, as a basically a, a passion of love, I suppose. And it was all based around me and my fiancé trying to create our perfect gin for us. So I think when we started, we always said that... Um, at worst, if we failed, we'd have a really expensive ornament in the shape of a <laughs> copper still and a hundred bottles of gin we'd want to drink. Which, yeah, which is great, right? That can take you for a year or so. Well, I mean, let's go yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is that, is that why you got into it? Because you were personally into gin what, rather than another spirit? or? Well, to be honest, I mean, the, the whole sort of story of Manchester gin, it's, we always say and it's on the back of every bottle, it's a love story. So it all started about five years ago when I was out with two friends and they were chatting up two women. Oh. And I know, it left me as fifth wheel. <laughs> and having got bored and not said a word for two minutes, uh, I said, and sadly this is where the romance starts, I said, I'm going to go speak to the nearest unattended woman. <laughs> and much, much as I regret those words, they do still amuse me. <laughs> um, but luckily for me, Jen was the nearest girl to me. And I walked over, and the first thing she ever said, no, sorry, the first thing I ever said to her was, what are you drinking? And the first word she ever said to me was gin and tonic. And it would have been okay had it not been for the fact we were in a rum tiki bar. <laughs> Got and it. So not really an option. No. So well, it started a whole conversation about who knew more about gin. And oh uh, that's where the love affair started, really. Wow. And now it's obviously going quite well. It's obviously going very well. It's not going too badly. Um, I mean, the company itself has been going about two years. I know, just over two years. But we started from very sort of humble beginnings. So a combination of many factors, one being we didn't have a great deal of money when we set up. We actually No one ever does. Right? No, I know, yeah. I don't know where all this money comes from. <laughs> None of it came our way. Shame. But uh, we had a spare dining room. And that's essentially where we plumbed our still into, which is oh. called Wendy. Oh. Wendy, the <laughs> Wendy the still. I love Wendy. <laughs> so what does the still do? So the still, basically, we, uh, we would put our neutral grain spirit in, which is essentially some distillers might have to dress it up. It's vodka. Okay. Uh, and we redistill 96% vodka with lots of different botanicals, the main one being juniper, to create gin. So is that where most clear spirits come from then? They originate as a vodka? It's a neutral grain spirit. So yes, ultimately it it does exactly what it says in the tin really. It's neutral. (laughs) It's made from grain and it's boozy. Do you know what? I was told gin is the best drink you can drink because I had a bit of a problem with my throat and they said, don't stop drinking champagne, wine. Stop drinking You were like, no, I can't. I can't possibly. (laughs) And they said the best drink you can have is a gin. I mean... I'm not a doctor, but I would definitely say that's real <laughs> advice. <laughs> you would. You do have that. Well, listen, you've done so well. You've won a double gold in the San Francisco yes. World Spirits. You've done so well, which is one of the most prestigious, isn't it? It is. And do you know what? We're, I always say we're really fortunate. Because, again, when me and Jen started down this path, it wasn't to you know, try and take over the world. Ultimately, we set this business up so that we could work together. We're that really annoying, irritating couple that actually really got on. 
And God damn uh, you! I know. <laughs> I have no interest in this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you more gin if you listen. Okay, I'm listening. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> I need to find one of those. Yeah, well. So, yeah. but we're that really irritating couple. So we genuinely set the business up so that we could work together, and didn't re- you know would hope people would like our gin. So we're you know like I say really fortunate that you know we're, uh, our signature recipe has has pretty much won every gold medal there is to win in the world, and you know it sits as one of the you know. Uh, in the judges' eyes, anyway, one of the best gins in the world. So only two years in as well. Only two years in, and that recipe, like I say, started life in our dining room. And well, the original That's recipe, incredible. Yeah, I origi- love that story. It's and do you know, it's, you know, there's a lot of. Um, I, when we do a lot of events, people always say, "Oh, that's not a real story." And it's like, "No, no, I, I'm the guy. <laughs> it's me. It really happened." <laughs> no, no, yeah. But that is really ins- inspirational, really, because anyone can start up and do it themselves, like you guys did, just from, can- a ch- from a chat at a bar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a big advocate in going out drinking, uh, <laughs> which is the- lucky. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I think you know, like you say, uh, certainly creating gin, it's there's a tough road to go down, but the artisanal sort of side of gin making now there's so many people doing it and I would recommend anyone go give it a go because literally you wow. sort of never know how far and how, how well it can go really well and yeah and it's not just gin right I mean there's a lot there's a lot of um, micro breweries out there these days doing different things I live in London Fields and the London Fields Brewery is I think it's been taken over now, isn't it, by some? But but anyway, like they, you know, there's a lot of this going on in the world. Is it quite a competitive market? Do you find? Do you know what I think? Uh, there are there are two sides to that story. Uh, so we were we actually distill now, so we're not in the dining room anymore. I should point out we've got a full team and <laughs> a full good. distillery. Well I know, <laughs> but ironically, our distillery is on Temperance Street. Um, <laughs> for those that don't know, that's the 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 movement for not yeah. drinking alcohol. Um, but on our road, we're on technically what's called Brewers Mile in Manchester, and there are I think I'm right in saying 15 breweries on that road. Oh my word! And so I've distilled a a gin uh, inspired beer with Manchester Brewing Company, for instance. And um, you know, if you're talking about the sort of friendship between sort of breweries, he rang another brewery four doors down. Is like, I'm looking to create a citrus IPA. Can you help me with a recipe? And it was just given. And so there is that sort of when you sort of in the the artisan world, um, it's not again not so much us against the sort of big boys, but there is that sort of community that yeah. You know, ultimately... Because are you against Gordons? Can we mention their names? Are you like, <laughs> you bastards? <laughs> Do you know what? I mean, they that's what I drank when I first started drinking gin. It's what my granny drank when she first yeah. started drinking gin. I wouldn't really talk negatively about any gin. No. Um, I'd just say that the revolution has started, so to speak, with the gin world. And it's all about provenance. It's all about picking out different flavours. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's so many fantastic gins out there. I think there's just a huge... Uh, boom going on and a huge sort of resurgence in actually yeah. picking up those different flavours and yeah. well I have I'm to say this raspberry one is lovely well, thank this you very is much. so nice and, is I know, like and I'm a bit dubious about a, flav- oh, really? a flavoured spirit but that is actually really lovely because you've got four signature flavours right yes so what, what well in the say? range so our signature which is the first team ever made and you shouldn't have a favourite uh, but this is my favourite. Uh, it's the <laughs> first gin we ever made, uh, and so that's that's more of a, a sort of contemporary style gin. So it's sort of citrus led, and across all of our gins, uh, because we're called Manchester Gin, we wanted to do something that was inherently Mancunian. Um, so 
I don't know how many listeners know Dandelion and Burdock. Yeah. That, I um, literally just saw that and I was like, oh my God, you're taking me back to my youth. My dad is from the north and uh, we stream Dandelion and Burdock all the time. On a Friday night, fish chips and a D&B. Yes, yeah, lovely. That, do you have any the, of that with you? I don't. So God damn it. It's in all the gins though. So yes, we do. But we actually hand forage. And, and I suppose wow, okay. when I say we hand forage the Dandelion and Burdock, I'm probably overstating my my part in that by 100%. Got it. So Jen, my fiancé, is the one that goes out every six months with a wellies on and a spade and actually digs it up around Manchester. Wow. Wow. I love that. Hardcore. Yes. Because I have to say, I love the raspberry. I'm a bit of a raspberry. So what else have you got? You've got got another one there. Is that the... uh, So that's our signature. So you're more than welcome to try some. I would would be happy to try some. It's a citrus-led sort of contemporary style gin. And like I said, this... Can I ask you, should you have ice? Because I'm a bit of an iceaholic. I love ice. Should you have ice in an alcoholic drink like gin? So it's... When we get people who sort of say, oh, I only want one ice cube or two ice cubes, it's counterintuitive. So the reason you've got the Spanish with the big goblets of gin filled with ice, the more ice you actually use, the less the ice melts. And it's sort of a bit okay, of a mind yeah, mess, yeah, 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 that's but true. it's the best way to do it. So when you get a cocktail, for instance, they fill it all the way to the top with ice. Some people say, well, they're trying to con me the size of the drink. Well, they're trying to not water... You see, yeah, <coughs> I get me. you. Sorry. Trying to not water it down. So, yeah, I would always say more ice than less. Interesting. Yeah, I love ice. That's, well, I, then gin is your drink. Loads of ice, yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm, I love ice... Um, and a bit of a grapefruit, a slice of grapefruit. It's funny you should say grapefruit because that yeah. is. So me and Jen, so we own the company 100%. And as couples do, you have your little bickers about what is the perfect garnish for your gin. So I would say with our signature gin, pink grapefruit is the greatest garnish for a sort of citrusy led gin. The days of putting lime in a gin for me are over. And lime yes. is a massively overpowering flavour. So I would yes. always say, do anything to my gin, just. Don't put a lime in it. <laughs> I lo- yeah, I agree with that. Grapefruit, slice of grapefruit. It's uh, my, my I've never heard that. My friends in my local go, oh. Well, wouldn't they, taste- go, wouldn't they go, where, where are you going to get a grapefruit from? The bars don't really keep that behind well, the bar. Do, do. They do, they do. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. go to the wrong bars. Okay, fine, my yeah. local pub, you have to come to my pub. It's very nice in my local village, out where my place in the country. And it is, they have the best gin. Not as good as your gin, obviously. Well, but they, they have, have a nice slice of... Um, you know, we have a grapefruit in it. It makes you really fresh and you yeah. just think... It's just really refreshing and it gives yeah. that sort of... That dryness that lime would without overpowering all the flavours. Okay. See, yeah, that's the thing, right? So I, I would... I, I will have a gin and tonic. Yeah, fine. It probably wouldn't be the, my first drink of choice. Um, I'm a bit more of a whiskey I'm person. not speaking to you anymore. <laughs> I'm going to grab a bit of whiskey. No, i But I have to say, this raspberry one is absolutely gorgeous. Do you know It's perfect for the summer. And do you know what? Uh, it's been amazing the last four weeks. So, I mean, I'm from Manchester, and we've never seen a summer like it. No, so no, no the, not the raspberry gin has been flying out, and it just—it's a perfect—it's a perfect way to sort of get a nice crisp drink without necking a pint of lager. Yeah, yeah, that's true, so right? And it, le- less so, calories. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's better calories than wine as well. Yes. And beer, yeah. And beer. Don't get the belly. That's true. I'm trying and to fight mine at the minute, so. When a doctor says gin's the best drink you should have, I'm going to drink. I don't believe a doctor. I did. Go to your doctor. I'm sorry. Wouldn't a doctor say just stop drinking? I was drinking. No, no, I said the news today. The news today says that you'll get Alzheimer's if you don't drink every day. So it's for Christ's sake. Fifteen units a week you've got to drink to not get Alzheimer's. A button at 105. (laughs) Oh wow, that's nice. That is lovely. 
Wow. What is this one? So that's our signature. So that's the citrus dead sort of contemporary style gin. Mm. I wish I'd brought our third one, which is. See, I'm a bit of a citrusy fan. I like that. Well, that's it's 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 mine and Jen's version of what we would call our perfect gin, and that's what we set out to achieve. Like I said at the start, that. If you're going to fail, you might as well go down yeah, singing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this is our version that would something that we sort of hang our hat Actually, on. Actually, that's very, and, uh, very refreshing mm. on a hot summer night. Like today? Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, my God. Do you know what also I'm really into? The design of your bottles. So that design is something we actually worked on for it's about like, six what months. What is that, a he- hexagon? So basically, Little. if you don't know uh, Manchester, so on our logo we've got a B. And oh, yeah. it's the symbol of Manchester. Sadly, it got a little bit... Uh, it, it was in the news, obviously, from what happened with Ariana Grande yeah. and people getting the tattoo on their arms. But it actually dates back to the 1800s. Worker the bee. bee. It's the worker bee of Manchester. It's a lovely, lovely bottle. And so if you turn the bottle upside down, you'll see there's a bee on the bottom. But basically, oh, the hexagons are there to sort of reinforce that honeycomb and that bee connection that oh, we have to Manchester. got it now. There I you get go. it. <laughs> but that is a really light, refreshing, beautiful drink for the summer. Yeah. Any time of year, actually. I could drink that in the winter. <laughs> well, in the winter. Think of a breakfast space, can you? <laughs> so I'm trying to work. So Jen always says that the raspberries, her sort of lunchtime gin, and the signature okay, is Maybe she needs to speak to someone. And, uh, well, she's pregnant now, so she can't do oh, anything. Oh, okay. So Congratulations. Yeah, that, thank you, thank you very much. But it's slightly sweeter, isn't it, the raspberry? The raspberry's slightly sweeter. So we actually, it's called what's called an old tom. So it's actually got a little bit of sugar syrup in there to counteract the sharpness of the raspberry. Hmm. Don't worry, it's not heavy on the calories. It's only about five or six grams per bottle. And can I ask about the calories? Because people do love a drink and they always say it's full of sugar, it's full of calories. What would be a sort of regular well, gin? Well, like I say, gin starts life as vodka, so it's pretty... It, there's n- not, not a great gin there. The tonics probably gives you more of the sugar than anything else. Right. So I would personally, I think a naturally light tonic is better with most gins, not because of the sugar content. It actually gives you a much more sort of blank canvas in which to taste the gin you're actually drinking. So if you're really trying to get into uh, uh, the different flavours and, and yeah. trying to pick up the different botanicals, I would always recommend a light tonic. Okay. Mm. That said, if it's sunny, a lemon tonic is the one. And you mm. wouldn't... Would you be a fan of just a Schweppes? <laughs> That's a no. No, the, the Schweppes uh, premium range is actually really good. Okay. So we, in our, so our, for our second birthday, uh, before we took all the team out, we did a blind taste test of, I think, 24 different tonics with various different ones of our gins. And um, the Schweppes premium range came out really, really well. So it performed really, really well. Um, I have to say, it's so refreshing. I'm really enjoying really, the gin. You really are. No, <laughs> I'm off left. wine. I'm going off wine. You saw today I didn't have a wine? Yeah, well done, babe. I'm going up. <laughs> I had loads at lunch now. <laughs> uh, no, the gin is going down a treat, I have to say. But well done you for doing all of this. Yeah, well, I'm do you know impressed. what? It, it doesn't seem like something that we've... Uh, it. It seems really weird. So me and Jen, so we live in our own little bubble anyway, and it just felt like a natural progression. So when we were originally... I love your bubble full of gin. (laughs) (laughs) I want to join it. But when we originally discovered sort of gin making, it was because we were going to open a bar in... We were going to open a bar, and we were uh, given a tour of some bars in Sheffield by a guy who owned about 10 different bars. And literally in one of his bars, he leaned over and said, oh, do you like gin? I said, well, we love gin. And he said, oh, follow me. And he took us into a back room, and on a table that's no more than two foot by two foot, there was a man making gin in front of our eyes. And 
we, I think maybe like most people, thought that gin was made in a big factory or a big distillery with, you know, 10, 20 people tending yeah. to this huge yeah. still. Yeah. There was a man on a stool with no windows <laughs> making gin. And that was, I suppose, a sort of light bulb moment. And we genuinely just thought, well, you know, sod it. That wasn't the word we used. Uh, but uh, so <laughs> we could give it a go and that's that's where it all started really well it's really impressive and, and I have to say it's nice I love the design of the bottles the taste is gorgeous so you're obviously doing some it's good it's the work. perfect summertime drink and we've got the biggest heat wave and it's yes. not going away no, it's <laughs> amazing so, so it get, is don't get to it get yeah. to Manchester Gin <laughs> no honestly Manchester Gin yeah if you come to Manchester now you'll not believe that it's not always that sunny <laughs> so, I think I what? probably would uh, no every time I've been to Manchester it's rained yeah Yes. It's it's a lot colder. I've only yeah. ever been to Manchester once. I went no. to Canal Street in the afternoon. Then. Oh, did you? How know? was it? Uh, I was I was probably about 21. I was quite drunk. And uh, we'd just oh. been to see Bjork. So oh, nice. Yeah. That's, yeah. A weird, that's a weird Back afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really weird <laughs> afternoon. David Attenborough did Bjork. Yeah, he was the narrator. Anyway. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, was... Do you watch The Housewives of Cheshire, by the way? I hope they're drinking your Manchester gin. Uh, they are, actually. So I, I don't actually watch it, truth be told. But I know that one of them's tweeted about us. I, I hope I don't know. Uh, that's I don't want to say which one it is. But I will be tweeting and I oh, love awesome. it. I, I absolutely that. adore Thank it. You. Seb, and I'm so a big fan. I'm going to drink gin all summer. This <laughs> Look, gin only. All summer, spring, winter, autumn. Is <laughs> Manchester gin. Bank, yes, breakfast, all lunch, seasons. and dinner. Okay, all we've seasons. Got it. We've got it. Thank you, Seb, no, so thank much. You. Yes, thank you. It's and really thank nice you for the in. little tipple. Thanks. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers indeed. Cheers. Cherry B is here and on the line we've got Roxanne. How's it going? I'm so screwing that I can't be there. It doesn't even matter how it's going with us because we want to know how it's going with you. Because <laughs> <laughs> Somehow my door has locked me in. I've broken my frame. I've tried to undo it so I'm just currently waiting for a locksmith. It's the weirdest <laughs> thing in the world to be locked in. That's crazy. Yes, I agree. Is this normal? Like, Oh my gosh. So you're just waiting uh, on somebody to come and set you free basically. First time in my life I've ever waited on a man. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Keep, keep that's the only time. Every Thursday, Rose from 4 pm, Fubar Radio. We're busy having a gossip off air. My God, gin, <laughs> gossip. Gin go- we've got, I've got two, I've got three drinks lined up in front of me. I mean, good lord, what is Very happening? Very nice gin. Let Very me nice just gin. Tell you. It really was. But um. They, oh my goodness! We are we aren't blessed with time. We're blessed with guests. As, yeah, it's a good line. Babe. It's a good it's line. It's a good line. We have the very gorgeous Laura Crane in from Love Island. Hi guys. How are you? I'm good. I'm really good. Great to have uh, you here. You must be shattered. I bet. I bet you've not stopped since you got out that island and off out the villa and. It's been crazy. Yeah, it's been mad. We literally, Jack and I, obviously got dumped from the island, then back to England for two days, and then straight back out to Mallorca Street after sun. So yeah, it's been it's been absolutely mental. It's been so good. <laughs> they made you go all the way back to England, and then <laughs> came yeah, back. Two I, days well, they later. kind of. I think they thought more that we'd kind of have enough time to see our family, but obviously, mum and dad are in Devon, so I was uh, oh. just up here. I haven't seen. I haven't probably been home yet, but um, yeah, no, it's good. It's all positive, so it's nice. So what's what's it been like since it's finished? Like, obviously, it finished on Monday. Did isn't it? Yeah. And they and they revealed that the viewing figures, I mean, the, for the final, were absolutely through the roof. Six million people. It's, Four million but ITV on TV too, and then on two million. It really yeah. Is. yeah. It's been it's crazy. Honestly, I was I was only in there for ten days. And yeah. 
obviously I came out and I was like, oh, no one's really going to recognise you. No one's going to know who I am. That I look is quite not the normal. case. That oh, my. The, the first day, went to Oxford Street and there's people running up to me asking me for, like, photos and stuff. So, um, yeah, it's been it's been crazy. Like, super overwhelming, but in the best way possible. Is it a bit... I, I can imagine it's actually quite intimidating when suddenly you go from no one knowing you to suddenly people wanting pictures with you all the time and things like that. Um, yeah, it's been mad. I think the fact that everybody's been coming up and saying such lovely things and be like, oh, you yeah. did so well on there. Um, I think that's what you're most worried about when you come out is knowing... People are just going to hate you. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. You just, just knowing you've know. done your parents yeah. proud and stuff like that. So, um, no, it's been good. It was good. Awesome. And it must have been quite tough for you because obviously there was Max and he was originally with Laura and then he saw you and his eyes were like, oh, I like this <laughs> oh, lady. Jack. I mean, Jack, sorry, <laughs> sorry. I've got Max on my head when we're talking about Max. Um, and I mean, it must have been quite tough for you because obviously he was seeing, you know, with kind of paired up with Laura yeah yeah I think for me as well obviously I like walked in there and everybody was already in couples and I sort of thought oh god what am I going to do here um but obviously I kind of went in and that next day him and Laura kind of broke up and whatever um so yeah I mean I had a pretty smooth ride in there in uh, comparison to some of the others especially Laura but um I said to them from the start I would have never kind of actively hunted down uh, Jack and gone for it if um if him and Laura hadn't finished that because yeah I just wouldn't have done that. Was that difficult because when you knew he was talking to Laura was it difficult for you because there was that it was that like she was looking over and I remember you lying there sunbathing thinking oh What's yeah, going on? I um I actually didn't I didn't know until the next day because it happened obviously at the evening when he had that conversation with her. I then went to bed and woke up the next morning and Jack had slept on the sofa and I was like, oh, this is so he actually had to explain to me the next day what had happened. Oh. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was I was trying to be as sensitive to the situation as possible. It's hard in there. You're obviously living in a house, so you can whenever someone's having a chat, it's um it's easy to you know kind of get annoyed with it or whatever but um yeah it was obviously nice for Laura that Paul kind of walked straight in and yeah. swept her off her feet so that was really so nice. it all worked out what do you make of um Jack and Danny winning amazing those guys are meant to be together <laughs> it's like but it almost it's like weren't they like the first couple to get together and yeah, then it yeah, just yeah. followed the whole but way Jack through and they seemed like they knew each other all their lives <laughs> it was so crazy. natural they, I was sleeping my it was like our bed then it was Jack and Danny's and I was next to them and you can just hear, even in the middle of the night, they'll wake up and they'll be having their little, like, bicker, like, Jack, move over or something like that. But they're, <laughs> honestly, they're like a married couple. They're so good together. They're really, really good. And because a lot of people have said, you know, Jack, they knows he was, you know, the, the dad, Danny Dyer, is all of that. And he didn't pass that lie detector, which was, yeah. I mean, that was so, tra- I would just be traumatised by yeah. that thing. Um, and he said, you know, is there an influence with the dad? Did you, you know, do you like her because of the dad? And did you feel that or, or no, not? No, Jack is honestly just so smitten by her. It's it's so cute to see. Um, and he almost got like a little bit upset that people were even thinking that. And and Danny as well. She was worried what her parents were going to think, and she didn't want her, you know, her dad to think that that was what he was doing. But um, you've only got to spend two minutes with Jack to know just how into it's Danny genuine. He is. Yeah, you can see it's genuine. They just and and, and the votes were something like wasn't it like seventy nine percent of people voted for them to win so it was I mean, incredible they, there was no one really stood a chance did no, they no. compared to that but were you shocked that Laura and Paul came second because they weren't really officially a couple yeah and they became you know second was, do you think that was because of all what Laura had been through in the past I, I think it was a mixture she's obviously been in there from the start she's had such a journey in there really good times and obviously really like tough times as well um, 
and I think just the, yeah the nation just fell in love with her just because she's so relatable she watched her get dumped twice and all these things so I think yeah it was really easy for everyone to fall in love with her and just want to be you know supporting her and building her up so um, I yeah I think you know she did deserve to get to the final just because of the journey she had in there and just to spend some time in there with yeah. someone she was really really happy yeah, with yeah it was very sweet but there has been some drama this series about um, set up shots and producers being involved in scenes and stuff like that which I think most people I certainly would have expected mm. to happen I, will, I will certainly am not surprised that if something doesn't get shot right they need mm. to shoot it again what's it like when you're in there do, do, do they interfere that much? No honestly obviously it's, it's a TV show so there's little bits where you know people you are helping out and things but there is every single... You don't see anyone else in there in the day. You know, there's, you know, maybe somebody will come in... Like to, Big Brother style, it's in camera runs yeah, and Yeah, yeah, you know, like, like yeah. a little window and open, a camera will move direction. But there's no... Not necessarily people like, oh, can you just... You know, it's all it's all genuine. All the feelings are genuine. All the chats you're having are genuine and all these things. So, um, yeah, no, it's it's definitely real life. I mean, <laughs> did you ever feel that the cameras are watching you? You know, when you were having your intimate chats, did you actually ever think, oh, my goodness, I need to hold back here because there's a camera watching or... Do you think you're pretty? Um, I think because I went in at such a late late time in the yeah. show, everybody who was already in there was so used to it that it made me kind of forget that it was there as well. Um, I think if you'd gone in at the first, like in the first kind of um, cast, and it probably would have been a little bit different. But because um, everybody else was sort of oblivious to it, then I think it kind of made me be the same and just yeah, just get on with it. So um, also, okay. also this series, I think as well compared to I, I always think about was it the second series that Zara Holland was in second series there wasn't actually that much going on under the sheets compared to some of the previous series what do you think that that's because people are more aware of the drama that it can cause now um i think for me personally it was um yeah obviously seeing what had happened in the previous years i just couldn't put my parents through that or my little brother my little brother would have just been absolutely (laughs) mortified so yeah no it was definitely for me personally it was just like a family thing and not being able to put them through that and um but i think everyone in there was in a similar position just knowing how big the show is now you you just don't want that aired everywhere i mean the welcome (laughs) when they came through the airport i was like my goodness it was like the beatles oh my god yeah when jack and danny arrived oh my god it was incredible it was incredible but then i think i think part of the problem is, is that there hasn't been a reality show for a while that has featured Catch normal it. people no. um although danny has some level yeah. of fame um that's featured normal people and yeah people can get really on board with mm. everything is celebrity based now right mm. like i think that's the difference and suddenly mm. it's like I, I remember big brother 15 years ago when it was as big as it, uh, its yeah. biggest and it feels very similar to that to me yeah like, and i mean i have to say you did so well you, you both thank you you could tell you were both genuinely you know kind of just liked each other because sometimes you don't really feel it but with you two you did yeah yeah and it, it just felt real which was lovely yeah, no, it was good. I mean, f- I think even if Jack had ended up staying with Laura in there, we just instantly got on so well. We just had this connection of even just friendship where we just have really similar personalities with both of us just messing around, throwing each other in the pool. So I think it just, yeah, it just made it really, really easy for us to kind of progress in there. And do you feel right from here you would like to go on and do TV work? How, how do you feel about the sort of reality TV um, stuff? Yeah, I mean, I, I had an amazing time. I loved every minute of being in Love Island, if I'm totally honest. Um, 
reality TV again, yeah, for sure. If the if the right thing cropped up, then I'd I'd love to go on and do that for sure. I've you know that was my first experience with it, and it was so positive that yeah. I'd be crazy to say no. But um, yeah, no, definitely. And what was your life before this? Then what were you doing um, before this? You were only in there ten days. It yeah. feels like a weird yeah, yeah, like little holiday, right? <laughs> um, so before this, I was a professional surfer. Um, since I was sixteen, I travelled the world competing and uh, doing all those kinds of bits. So yeah, it's been. It was a, a kind of crazy way to grow up. You, I had to grow up really, really quickly and learn how to have my own back pretty much overnight. But um, it was amazing. I, you know, I've travelled the world. I don't know how many times and seen some things that people will maybe never see and been some in situations that maybe some people will never yeah. be in and would never want to be in. It's scary but, um, surfing jeepers. You've got to have balls of steel. <laughs> yeah, for that. yeah, it is scary. Yeah, for sure. But do you think I, you're going to go back to that or um, the competing side of it? I'm, so, I'm done with now purely just because you know, obviously now I'm not really going to have the time and um serving such a massive part of my life and when I was competing it was kind of taking over and I was kind of starting to resent surfing a little bit in the way mm. that I was like I have to get up tomorrow morning and train rather than I wanted I want to, to yeah. so I was it's tough yeah it was getting that balance but um yeah I, I mean surfing is a massive part of my life and I will always it'll always be my and how did one. you get the part for Max's um video obviously Max George who's got the new track out and you are the star on this yeah, video and weirdly crazy. I know Max and I got sent the video and I spotted it I said oh my god what a beautiful girl and then oh. when you were on Love Island I went oh, that's the girl <laughs> yeah. I was like I know her um, it was crazy actually it was a, like a friend of a friend who messaged me saying oh there's this opportunity for a music video we need a girl surfer I was like yeah sure like chat to my manager and then next thing, uh, Max was flying over to Portugal to where I was based at the time, and we shot. The, we had so much fun. We honestly had the like biggest laugh, um, and I'm super happy for him. The song's done so well as well. He's just yeah, he's such a nice he was guy. On, he was on the show just a couple of weeks ago. I know. Uh, you I'm, you, were, you weren't it. here that I week, was at the but he, he's, he is a really nice guy yeah. and like very down to earth. Considering yeah, yeah, yeah. he's gone through like a right like roller coaster yeah, yeah. of stuff tough with it's been tough but yeah. no love interest there then no unfortunately not I do he honestly he's such a nice guy I, th I think he has like a something going well I'm not really sure but uh, <laughs> anyway um, no he's lovely he really is we had he we had such good guy. fun but I mean you must have seen the, the downside to sort of reality TV with Megan looking into what work surgery she's had done and yeah. were you aware of that when you went in or were you when you saw her do you think yeah I can I can tell she's had all this amount of money spent on herself honestly when I walked into that villa you know I hate to ever say that I would prejudge someone on appearance or by oh. what I've read on them in the media and things like that um, but I did a little bit and it's hard to when you're kind of forced to see it yes. all the time and honestly the girl is the most lovely kind-hearted girl I've ever met with so many insecurities and things like this which she's just you know like done miles and miles with um, getting better with that kind of stuff in there and she's yeah she's ended up being one of the girls I was closest to in there and I'm so proud of her the way that she kind of even and in that yeah. last week just kind of really came out of her shell and was honest with where's and how she was feeling all these things um, but uh, yeah she, she's beautiful inside and out so um, yeah, I just wish that everybody would leave her alone with it all. Yeah, well, it was the front. Was it the front it page of the, the front Sun? Page. I mean, it was the yeah. front page. But, but, but then you know, mad. but she did talk about it, right? That was the difference. It wasn't she. Was, this was her first thing of talking about it. Yeah, yeah. But it, for her, obviously, it's probably kind of weird because she's just been doing it for years, and suddenly everyone's really focused. Mm -hmm. on and the thing is, she, I had conversations with her in there about it. About she was no, really nervous to come out because she didn't want to know. She didn't know what people were going to think of her oh. and things like this. And I just said to her, I was like, Megs, as soon as people start to know your personality, you'll be absolutely fine. And 
and she wasn't coming out and trying to hide anything. She's been just so on it. She's been like, no, this is me, and, and I'm I'm good with that. Like, yeah, yeah. It's not like she's denied it, right? Like yeah. she has been like, yeah, I have I spent. Mean, did you feel bad for Laura in some ways because she had Wes that dumped her? And then, I thought yeah. they were such a good couple to begin I with. I did as well, but she was a bit bossy with him, I thought. <laughs> yeah. And he then, was, she was she like 10 years older than him. Jack, and it felt like this pattern emerging with Laura. Did did your hearts feel for her? Was it was there a bit of embarrassment in some ways? Yeah, definitely. It was Obviously, it was hard for me because I was going in there and kind of had my eye on Jack anyway, so I was. it was a bit of a touch on, but she's such a nice girl, and she obviously it's, it is a show at the end of the day, and, you know, part yeah. of it is kind of seeing what works for you and what doesn't and unfortunately yeah it did happen to her twice which is yeah not great but, but it um, is the nature of the show you really can't avoid it look at look at Dr Alex you yeah. know what I mean that that went on how many yeah his sunburn <laughs> what was that about? I wonder about the sunburn Bless but you know it was like and everyone's always saying oh just like put some sun cream on looking a bit pink no no I'm good it's not even that hot today I'm like no dude seriously like <laughs> go on you are a doctor cover up put the sun factor on he was so sweet I mean with he got a bit of hate towards the end though because some people felt that he was being a bit misogynistic towards the girls right and what did you feel on that and that Alexandra that was tough ending yeah it was really hurt didn't it she? was tough for me because alex alex and megan they were my two girls that i was closest to in there yeah. and obviously i came in and that was when alex made his decision that he wanted to get to know me as well and then that kind of was when the thing with alexandra kind of came to an end and stuff. so i felt ended up feeling really really guilty for the first two days i was in there about that um but of course there was nothing i could do about it and um i was super happy that they kind of then got back together and they were slowly figuring it out and then all of a sudden he kind of did a flip one eighty. Why do you think he did that? But someone Why do you did, think? Did, someone said like what what are you doing on this show you seem to not understand the premise like. yeah. but why why was that you were with him um, you lived with him i think it's hard in there once you've kind of gone backwards and forwards and then it, you know it's like any relationship on the outside mm. once you've kind of made mistakes it is hard to get back to where you were before um and Alexandra was willing to give him that second chance. And to be fair, I, I have got respect for Alex, Dr. Alex as well, because he was he was truthful with her, okay? Maybe not, maybe as early as he could have been, but he was, he was truthful yeah. with her. And, and Alexandra really respects that. She's even, today I saw her this morning, she was like, I'm over it, it's fine. The ship sh- that ship sailed, I'm moving on, I'm good. So, um, no, she's fine. Even on their date, I could feel it off him, <laughs> could you? It was like, when you watch back, have you been able to watch any no, of the footage back? Not, no, not really. Will oh, you? My. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I will definitely, just finding the time at the moment. But um, no, I will I'll definitely. So what else, you, what else are you doing at the minute then? Um, literally just landed from Yorker, been into meetings and events and doing radio and all of these new crazy things which have been just so exciting and... Yeah, it's been it's been really really nice, but it's just been yeah it's been full on. It's and who will you remain friends with in that um, villa? I mean, all of the you know obviously I haven't met a lot of them on Sunday. We've got the um, the ITV like rap party kind yes. of thing um, on After Sun, so it'll be nice to actually meet all of the Islanders rather than just the ones that I met just at the end. But um, I did all I, even this morning I met Samira and things like that. So Samira definitely, Megan, Alexandra, all of I, all of the girls that are in there. And yeah, well, the, to be fair, you've lived with them for ages, so it's not like you're never gonna, you know, you're always gonna have this connection. Yeah, yeah, and were definitely. you aware or pick up anything that was going on with Caroline Flack? Because obviously her love life was sadly falling to pieces <laughs> while you guys were in there. No, I absolutely no idea of that at all. Yeah, it was. It was. She's got. We need to get. It's her not going it. very well. Is it? No, she I can find. She her. can find herself a man on in Love Island next year. Maybe Doctor Alex. I feel like they got yeah, really well. That's a good idea. Doctor Alex and Caroline. I, I can see that happen. Caroline Flack. And, and also, he's Alex. got his own money, unlike Andrew Brady. So oh, <laughs> I'm just saying. 
Anyway. <laughs> well, we've loved this show. Yes. I'm very happy it's not on anymore because it was on the same time as my own show on ITV, 9 o'clock <laughs> ITV tonight. <laughs> uh, but it, it got all, it got the best ratings and you were absolutely charming throughout. I Thank really you. liked you. Thank Genuinely. You Lovely girl. Thanks so much for coming on. Can't no, wait to see you more of you. Me. Absolutely, you guys too. Lovely yeah. to see. You. I'm dressed as Love Island. That's yeah, why there I got is my a Love Island look to you today, That's base, why I to be fair. In the shorts. Well, until next week, darling. Yeah, great to see you. Well, you're, what are you doing after this? I'm going with Bruno Tonioli. We're going to watch my show and have a little um, summer party. Fabulous. I'm going to watch the new episode of The Kardashians. Mm-hmm. What a treat, well, eh? Right over my show. Trade up. I'll watch it on catch You're not loyal, up, as they say. Loyal. Okay. I promise I will. Okay. Thank you. Lovely to see you, darlings. Till next week. Till next week. Goodbye. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.